feeling in touch with your religious side? Wanting to rid yourself of sin? It's your lucky day because God is a trans woman, woman. Sasha Sidek. And Jesus is non-binary, binary, binary. Jacob Gamble. Join us on Queering the Air every Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. Queer and trans, arts, politics, pop culture, and everything in between. Only on Tree CR Community Radio. Come worship at the altar of your queerness desires. It lingers when we're done. You believe God is a woman. We would like to acknowledge that this event and all of the work that we undertake as a crew happens on a stolen land. We wish to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the traditional custodian of this land we call now Melbourne. We pay respect to their elders' past, presence and emerging. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We also would like to extend our respect to our trans elders past and present. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Querying the Air with Sasha Sidek. My pronouns is she because I will never be her. <laughs> so happy Transgender Awareness Week. Today is the final day, the sixth day of Transgender Awareness Week and tomorrow would be Trans Day of Remembrance. So today we're doing a coverage of uh, a reflection of Transgender uh, Awareness Week um, and I have um, special guests, uh, two guests today. Uh, Jesse Ryan um, sent their apology that they couldn't make it to the studio today due to sickness but we have two trans excellence here in the studio and um so without further ado i would like to introduce you um amalia talu um amalia talu is born in 1971 in auckland new zealand immigrated to sydney with her samoan dysphoria family in the 1980s she later returned to australia and embraced her gender identity as a woman and a fafafine in her early 20s using her performances she advocates for the Fafafine identity and challenges um, the Western LGBT categorizations. Liotta Lu's work explores the intersection of gender identity, Pacific culture, and activism. Notably, she uh, curated the first queer Pacific event at Midsummer Festival in 2020 and performed at the Immigration Museum with an event titled Pacific Essence, Tales of a Migrant Plantation. She also participated in Gender Euphoria as a part of Melbourne International Art Festival in 2019. Yota Lu is a vocal about the discrimination faced by gender diverse members of Pacific Islanders communities and has previously worked as a community support Worker. Welcome, Mama. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank nice you. Nice to be here. Happy Trans Awareness Week. Happy Trans Awareness Week to you too. Thank you. And we also have the um, the fabulous Madison Muffet. Uh, she, her pronouns, is a trans woman, board secretary for Transgender Victoria, consumer advisor, advisor to Monash Gender Clinic, co-facilitator of the Trans Creative Network and managing editor of the Zine on TGDNB Culture Community. The trans creator, professionally, she is a risk and operational integrity professional. Having previously reviewed shows for Theatre Press, her critical atten 
attentions will soon focus on queer theatre via a new trans creator page on Substrack. Welcome, Madison. Thank you. Yes, happy Trans Awareness Week to you too. Happy Trans Awareness Week to you too. Yes, so... um. Anyone, um, my trans siblings that just tune in, um, I just want to wish you a happy Trans Awareness Week as well. And I hope um, you have raised awareness on um, um, with the society, especially, you know, with the uh, non-trans society, um, what it's like being trans. Um, okay, so today we're going to do a bit of reflection on Trans Awareness Week. Let's start with Amal. Amal, what does Trans Awareness Week means to you? Uh, Trans Awareness Week to myself means uh, it's a time for us to reflect, to celebrate, to honour um, just what community is about, our, our growth and what still needs to be done as well. You know, we have time to have our Trans Day, uh, our trans day of remembrance but mm. it's also a way we can reflect and also celebrate you know the hard yarns that community and individuals put in just to be themselves mm. knowing you know we, we're up against quite some challenging behavior and some challenging restrictions that are put upon us so yeah it means that's what it means to myself Mm-mm. and medicine yeah, um, I think that personally, it's a it's just a journey throughout life to be aware of who you are, mm. um, and you know, being queer or being trans or being gender diverse certainly doesn't make you immune to that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, we it we it's almost um, a, a daily pursuit to 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 unfold as a person. You know, when you're living your life as a, as a trans person or a gender diverse person. And then from there, I think, you know, there's also the need for us as a community together to be aware of our history, where we've come from, who's come before us. Yes. Um, how they've contributed to where we are now. How yes. we're going be aware of how we can take advantage of that and leverage that, you know, to create a better future not just for us, but then for the generations to come. Mm. And I think thirdly, and not, not, not least, make others aware of this. Yeah. You know, outside our community, I think there needs to be a greater awareness. Mm. You know, that there is, for instance, I'll talk, this, talk about it from a trans um, creator perspective, there is a trans culture. Mm. It is valid. It is vital. And... You know, the mainstream culture, it depends on us, yeah. not the other way around. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to become increasingly aware of the power of our culture um, over the course of, say, the next few decades. Yeah, I totally agree with you both. And I also can relate to what Madison said about, you know, acknowledging uh, the trends that came before us and, and have paved their way that we could have a better future now. Okay. And um, this is why I always using my platform to amplify trans elders here who are still living with us, uh, you know, and I want them to tell their stories because one day I will be them and I'm going to be that person where um, I'm going to tell my stories, um, how I was living, how the struggles that I went through and the difference that I can see the changes now. And I don't want people to tell my stories. I want 
me to tell my stories and people to listen to me mm. instead. One day yes. I'm going to be elders. Yeah. So <laughs> join the you, club. Yeah. <laughs> join the club. <laughs> and you know, and also, um, I think trans awareness week is also is about our own reflection as well. You know, mm. as a as a trans person, where you know, um, we need to also acknowledge this. Uh, there's misogyny in our own community as well. Mm. And we need to um, end that, you know, we need to be supportive of each other. Um, because, you know, we always find blames outside of the community most of the time, but we sometimes forgot that there's, uh, that there is um, uh, harmful, uh, like I said, misogyny mm. happening in our own community as well. Yeah, when I'm talking about awareness to mm. the uh, external community, the broader community, mm. I mean, I have two things in mind. One, making those who are already somewhat aware of us and appreciative of us yes. um, more aware. And if, let's face it, if they're more aware, they'll be more appreciative. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then there is that element, isn't there, that just don't appreciate us. Mm. Uh, they're wrong to think that way. Mm. We deserve appreciation. Of course. And maybe in a small contingent of those people who will never Mm. ever see the light yeah. we're letting them we're making them aware that we are strong and powerful mm. and that in no way will we ever bend to them yes exactly Mom, mama what do you think about that yeah i think uh, just this year and last year probably in the last three years the trans identity gender diverse identity has come under the microscope mm. and not not particularly in a great way, but no. what I've loved about community is that, you know, I was reflecting on it yesterday, and one of the beautiful things that I can take from these challenges that I've seen thrown our way is that we're resilient, we're resistant. Mm. And I, I think that's beautiful because we're doing it in numbers. We're not doing it once upon a time as individuals. There's... You know, we have groups of us, we have allies, we have uh, a lot more people doing stuff from the trans community mm. that's outreaching to our own community to help, you know, identify our needs. Because in the past, the cis straight organisations don't quite cut it for us. Mm. You know, we go to these spaces, we still feel unsafe. Mm. So who better to recognise us and to do stuff for us as our communities. And I love the various individuals and, you know, there's more of us. Yeah. And it's I just feel it's it's empowering because I you know, like, for example, we're seeing more trans people in things. Yeah. Mm. You know, for example I'm not a uh, I'm not a big fan of pageants, but it is great to see, you know, we've got two trans woman in the Miss Universe competition at the moment yes. from I think uh, I from know, Netherlands and Portugal and that's amazing. Portugal was top 20 by the yeah. way. Yes. So just having us you know and being able to try and normalise the conversation mm. normalise that hey we're just part of the community like every other individual yeah. and I think that's something proud for us to yeah. you know but, you know, continue more. And what I'd like to see from 
allies is I would like them to fight a lot harder for us. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think mm. fighting with us too. That's uh, right. Mama, mm. I okay, I since you talk about Miss Universe, right? I have this controversial uh, question always in my head. Mm. Like that's you know, trans women now are allowed to compete in Miss Universe, which is predominantly uh cis women. So can cis women compete in trans beauty pageants like you know uh, miss tiffany in thailand miss international in thailand which is really huge like it's like miss universe do you think they are allowed to um <laughs> my thought on that i think it def you know it might you know it's kind of a catch-22 situation <laughs> but i think because we've had uh, we haven't had the opportunities mm. so i think you know, and, you know, even as trans people, yeah. you know, we're challenged with the discrimination. So mm. if they want to enter, yeah. you know, so be it. But just realise that for us, we the spaces like that are created to be safe yeah. as well mm. for us. So and I guess, you know, we fair to say that the struggles are different, you know, because yeah. like they were born, say, women, and we had to go through all sort of surgeries just, you know, to fit in. So yeah. that's why well, they even, weren't allowed to yeah, join in. Yeah. Even Makes yeah. sense now. Yeah, yeah even mm. saying that, like, like even for those two trans women to mm. go into that competition, knowing that there's still discrimination. Yeah. Mm. There was a Spanish girl that competed two years ago. And she w she identified as trans. Yes, yes, yeah. So, that um, yeah, Melissa, you have something to say? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's imagine some small-minded buffoon who actually dares to say, oh, that's discriminatory. Mm -mm. Oh, why can't a cis woman um, be in, you know, a trans a woman's pageant? Yeah. pageant. Well, I've heard this rubbish before, mm, right. you know, yeah, yeah. where it's like, oh, reverse racism. Yeah. Because uh, out of some notion that because uh, there are elements of, say, for instance, indigenous community that yeah. is sacred to indigenous people. Yeah. Oh, that's that's excluding white people. It's like, well, hang on. Yeah. Racism is systemic. Mm. Yes. And are you yes. are you honestly You're telling good. me yeah, that the racist system oppresses you? Mm. You know, and I've got in my head, so yeah. I'll, I'll say who they are in my head: some angry middle-aged, middle-class white dude. You know, <laughs> is it? And it's similar here. You know, yeah, it's it like, is. well, hold on a second. You know, mm -hmm. are you honestly telling me that transphobia as a system? you know, oppresses you also. Yeah. Yep, you yeah. know, is it really the same? Yeah. 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 And that can be applied to that instance of, you know, should should cis woman enter, you know, the trans pageants? Mm. I think you go, but I just said, but you've never felt, you know, the force of discrimination that we have. Yeah. yeah. You've yeah. never it, felt. Exactly. It's not, re there's no it's, reverse transphobia. Because no, right. yeah. yeah. transphobia is a systemic, yeah. you know, uh, prejudice against trans people. people. Mm. Exactly. Anyway. And um, who is your favourite? <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll take a breather. Yeah. <laughs> so who is your favourite in Miss Universe 20? You know, I'm not really big in our beauty pageant because I thought this is, you know... BS, you know, yes. but yeah, I like here. this year because there's diversity. Because, I mean, these so, two married women yeah. and 
uh, I, I like Nepal. Has, my my favorite is Nepal too. She's like full figured uh, uh, Miss Universe, yeah. and I thought that represent a lot of women, a lot of us. I mean, we can relate to that body. Um, I also post about you know about uh, body positivity on Trans Awareness Week Day Four on Trans Sisters United about you know acknowledging your body, about celebrating your body because we all not gonna be the same, and also acknowledging that not every trans woman can access hormone therapy and you know medical procedure because they can't afford to that doesn't make them any less than a woman no, or a man that's right so i need sometimes strength awareness week is about uh you know a wake-up call for us sometimes we lost in in you know those translation mm. and then sometimes people need to remind us like you you're fine you are good as you are yeah, yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. we can be our own harshest critics Correct. but we must mm. you know give ourselves the reminder that you know, my one is, at the end of the day, it's all about you, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. this lovely uh, social media post by Minus18, I believe mm. it was, mm. and they just kept reiterating, if X, Y, and Z, you are trans enough, mm. you know. So That's no matter right. where you are in mm. your journey, no matter, um, you know, what choices you might make in terms of surgery, yeah. no matter what choices you make in terms of social transition, mm. they are your choices, and yeah. if they are choices towards transition then you are trans enough yes That's exactly right. i mean i get you know i'm a very social butterfly i go to clubs and i meet a lot of these young trans you know just transitioning came up to me like oh my god i want to have big boobs like you oh my god i want this and i want that i said like you don't have to if you if you can't afford it you it doesn't make you less than a woman yeah but sasha it doesn't mean we don't want them <laughs> <laughs> just speaking for myself <laughs> yeah, so, but I just said you shouldn't put any pressure on you. Yeah, no, exactly, yeah I exactly. mean, like, yeah, we've, uh, yeah, yeah you need to I, accept for who you are. You're pretty. I, this is I, why, you know, I come up to you and say, you're so pretty. Mm. Yeah, I remember growing up in the 80s and 90s. And, yeah. and it was a different, mm. you know, kind of thing. It was just like, we yearn to be like that because, you know, they would say to us, mm. oh, you, you're not, you're not, you know, you're not a real woman or yeah. a thing if you don't get it. Yeah. But I love the attitudes now. It's just yes. like it's been challenged a lot more. But we, we harsh critics on of ourselves. A hundred percent. And um, you mm. know, I it reminds me as well because I transitioned in mid nineties, where there's a lot of pressure. I mean, like yes. hormones is the first thing you need to 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 consume. Mm. I mean, if if you if. If, if you're not fully transitioned, you shouldn't be out and about because your own peers are going to make fun of you. Yeah. Uh, and then secondly, of course, the public will discriminate you and and so on. So, you know, even like you at that yeah. time still, if you don't have money for food, hormones should be a priority. Mm. That was yeah. crazy. Yeah. So hormones always been priority because you need to be out and about, look possible so you do not get discriminated by the public. But I thought that was BS. Um, yeah. 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 You yeah. might have noticed, but I do not care two hoots. That's good. Whether right. I pass. I've made, you know, I, or hats off to those who want to do voice um, training, yeah. for instance. Yeah. But clearly, I'm not interested. I know. know? I mean, when for I, instance. When I joined the radio um, five years ago, I was having a hard time listening to myself hmm. because, oh, my God, I don't sound that feminine. Oh. oh, my God, I don't. What does that mean? Uh, exactly. And I don't be like, oh, my God, I don't sound Aussie. Like, and then hmm. after a while, we're like, F that. I mean, like, yeah, I'm that's right. yeah. This is me. I can't change yeah. the way I am. Well, yeah. you know, my transition for me is often about, I keep saying this to myself, authenticity. 
Mm. What's authentic? And again, no offense to those who need to change their yeah, voice. Of course. Yes. But from no my offense. perspective, you know, what's authentic about me feeling that I must change literally yeah. my voice? Yeah. yeah that's that's right. inauthenticity. Exactly. I mean, sometimes yeah. it's, this is part of culture as well, especially my culture. Like trans women are put in a box. They put in a box where, you know, you need to be, uh, speak very softly. You need to be mm. so passable and stuff. But you know what? Now, nobody can say that to me anymore because, bitch, I fight you back. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm an advocate now and I'm speaking to, you know, all my sisters here because, you know, you're not going to put that pressure to my sisters here in Australia because that's where you come from. That's a culture thing. When you come here, it will be a different story. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a growth and a maturity thing as well. I I, I remember just like just trying to and now I'm at the point where it's like I really don't give a fuck yes I really, I really don't that was in my book too yes the yes, magic yes, part of not yes. giving a fuck can yeah. I just can I just give credit that yeah. was the first F-bomb of the show may there be many more <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, no, I just yeah, gave yeah. up. Like, I just yeah, said true. to myself, oh, I'm just me. Mm. I live within my budget. I do what I do. That's and it. I, you know, go with how I feel. And yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, but there is that, there. you know, and what, very much so back in the days, mm. like, heavy, it's just like. It's, it's mm. so much pressure. It's so much pressure that sometimes it just. It does affect my mental health too, you know, yes. because I was like, oh my God, I'm not feminine enough. Oh my God, I need to do this. Oh my God, I need to do that. I mean, like, why? Yeah. Why can't I just live my life and it, just be happy? And it's coming, it was coming from our own community. Yeah, yeah, our yeah, own, yeah. This is what I'm saying. We need yeah. to acknowledge there's, there's misogyny in our own community. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And you, you know, you've seen these turfs on social media yeah. and they mm. literally got pictures of people and they're saying, you know, oh, you know, that person's clearly a man or et cetera, et cetera, because of the way they look. Yeah. And it's like, oh, way to go. I thought the, I thought the letter F was stood for feminist. Yeah. That doesn't sound too feminist to me. Yeah. You yes. know, that a woman can only be a certain thing. Yeah. I thought that was the opposite of feminism. It is, yeah. You know. And, you know, you know, and when when they come for you, it's, you know, or those are that, that are non-trans, and you just think to yourself... <laughs> Why do you even bother? Oh, the you know, energy like, they put into it. Yeah, like I, you know, I mean, I, like no one died. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, there was a there was yeah. a picture I put on LinkedIn, and you were you were in it, Sasha, yeah. and that was from oh. Midsummer. Oh yes, and it was just ha there was probably five of us, and we were just happy laughing. Yeah, yeah. that's what we were doing. Yeah. yeah, and then I posted it, and I put the symbol Trans Awareness Week, yes. and these cis white men from overseas yeah. took offence to it. Oh, <laughs> and wow. they decided to attack me and tell me, oh, it shouldn't be in on you know LinkedIn. No. This is not the proof. You know, and I said to myself, how are you looking at the picture compared to how I'm looking at the yeah. picture? Yeah, I see it. I see four people, yeah. period, yeah. laughing. Right. That's all, regardless of the agenda. And they're going, oh, you know, and I just felt the intentions about us yeah. were sexual. I mean, that you know sexualization. what? I don't understand yeah. this bill attacking on trans people and non-binary people, gender diverse people. But mm. you know what? Why did you go attack those pedophiles out there? Go, go, yeah. the, this is the big, uh, there's a, a, a big fish to fry. Yeah, the bigger picture bigger there. Bigger problems. Yeah, yeah bigger problems. Like, Posting a picture of a trans woman having a, a laugh, having a good time, offends you? 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. My response... You must be good at a party. My response <laughs> yeah, yeah. to those... Who hurt you, dude? Yeah. <laughs> well, my response to those that ca- came for me, and I just said to myself, oh, look, I, I posted that. It was just to, for my community to feel empowered mm. and say, you know? And, you know, and then I said, in my mind, was like, Goodbye, bye, Felicia. And I just blocked him. <laughs> bye, Wait, Felicia. Why, why was your, you're telling That's me it. you've got kids. Yeah. I yeah. said, good. Yeah. So why are you telling me? I don't need to know that you've got kids. Uh, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a point. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, are your kids on LinkedIn? <laughs> yeah. I can imagine their kids would be going, oh my God, shut up, dad. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the kids get it. That's the reality. It is. Yeah, Sometimes I right. do see all these, you know, haters on Facebook as well on your comments. But you know, I was just like, what is wrong with your life? Why can't you yeah. just be happy? Mm. Don't your mother told you once before? If you have nothing nice to say, nothing at all. Mm. Like yeah. seriously, dude. Like no, nobody is hurting your family. Like but our thing, existence triggered you, really. But the thing is, a lot of these people. They don't have anything nice to say. Yeah. No, because, and this is where, you know, uh, part of the message I think that needs to be spread mm. is the people that are spreading hate like this about us, yeah. they're doing it about others too. They've got uh, nasty things to say about others. That's it. They're the same people who want to ban abortions. Yeah. yeah. They're the same people that want to stop um, people marrying someone of the same sex. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a whole lot of nastiness and short sightedness. Mm small-mindedness, yeah. and it's it, they're coming from the, they're the same people. It's coming from the same people. Mm. So have that, you know, if you were to apply the principle, you know, um, don't say anything, you know, unless you have something nice to say, yeah. you're silencing them. Yeah. And, yeah. and, of course, that's what they're saying, isn't it? Oh, I'm being <laughs> silenced. We're only being silenced because you've got nothing nice to say. That's it. <laughs> you know, yeah, I laugh when they try to, ch- you know, switch the tables on you. Yeah. You're, like, thinking to myself... My post, I never invited you onto, you know, you just decided to come on my page yeah. and have a look. Yeah. And then, you know, and I just said, oh, okay, block. Funny part is I still haven't <laughs> an, haven't had a profile on LinkedIn. Everybody keep asking me, mm. but I think it's time mm. to have one. <laughs> when you're ready. Yeah. When you're ready. On a good note, though, yes. we have the LGBTQIA+ holiday picnic on Ooh. December 9th. Yes. Um, by Euphoria Social. So, um... You probably heard about Euphoria Social. Yes, yes. I have. Yeah, yes. they're amazing. And they also have a lot of giveaways. But today we're giving away five tickets too. Ooh. So you need to stay tuned to the end of the show. So um, I'll let you know how you can win those tickets. So um, we'll be right back. This song's gonna say gay, gay. 
T4T by Bobby Sanchez. I thought that that song is so on brand on Trans Awareness Week. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, if anyone who just tuned in, this is Querying the Air with Sasha Sidek and my uh, trans excellent host, uh, sorry, guest, uh, Amal, and also Madison. So, just now, I just... Um, uh, told you about the LGBTQIA plus holiday picnic on December 9 by Euphoria Social. Uh, how you can win tickets. Um, so, so if you go to our Instagram page um, on Querying the Air and also our Facebook page, um, you can actually uh, win five tickets. So, go to our page. I thought I'm going to tell you later on um, um, uh, the half hour, but I I think I'm going to let you know now and then maybe another again on the half hour. So just uh, comment, um, why do you like listening to Curring the Air? So in you can write it as long as, as you want, but you know, as short as you want or just three words why we you love listening to Curring the Air. So then I will pick uh, five winners um, and um, yeah, and then we can have a celebration. There's going to be a good lineup as well. That's like hosted by uh, drag queen Delonce. We love Delonce. Oh, I love Delonce. Yeah, and we also have some performances from our indigenous um, drag queen Australian will be Ooh, there as oh, well. Yes. And then there's a few more. There's a lot more. And um, you can actually go to Euphora Social uh, Instagram and then you can find out more on the details there. So today is the final day of Transgender Awareness Week and that's, this is the reason why I I have two guests here, Amal and Madison. We've been talking about, you know, the reflection of Trans Awareness Week, what Trans Awareness Week uh, means to them. And um, we talk a lot about, um, you know, um, things that we hardly talk. And uh, we need that those reflection and also a wake-up call for ourselves that we always the worst critic uh, mm. at ourselves. So that's why we need someone to tell you that you're, you're fine, you're good, you are amazing as you are. So... So next question is, what sparked your your trans awakening? Mm, who wants to go first? 
Okay, I'll go first. Yeah. It was a... It's a, it, there's a sad beginning, mm-hmm. but of course, look at me now. The story ends well. Mm. <laughs> yes, but yeah, but um, there I was, a very confused and sad, often seen as a morose, um, cis dude. Yeah, and working way too hard. You know, just a workaholic. And uh, I ground myself to a paste, basically, and mm. I ended up having um, a major depressive episode. Right. I ended up in hospital, you know, like intensive care ward of a mental health hospital. So that's Sorry how that. hard I got, how hard I hit. Mm-mm. And it's like, what's wrong? Everything else seems to be fine in my life. What's brought me to this point? And over time, I came to realise that some of it had to do with not recognising my sexuality. Mm-mm. And a lot of it had to do with me just having, over the decades, done my best to push down and push down this notion that, you know, I, the way I felt at the time was like my body is not mine. Yeah. It's like, what on earth does that mean? Yeah. And that's the most I could make sense of at the time. Mm. And with a lot of help, I sort of became to realise that what that actually meant mm. was that I was different to the gender I was assigned. Yeah. And, you know, the way that actually... Came, one of the clues was that I kept being half awake all night yeah. because, you know, the nurses would check on you every night and they flashed the flashlight in your yeah. damn face. Yeah. You could never get to sleep. Yeah. But as a result, I was always in this state of never quite awake, never quite asleep. Yeah. And I ended up imagining myself as a little girl in the room demanding to know why she can't come out and play. Mm. And, you know, I didn't know what this little girl was until eventually I realised it was me. Yeah. You know, and so a lot of very stra- very strange, you know, psychological phenomena like that over the course of become of recovering from this breakdown, yeah. led me to realise that I'm actually um, not male. Mm-hmm. So I, it, was, it was it wasn't until a few years later that I realised I was actually a trans woman. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, that's what came. That's what led to me realizing I'm I'm not a man. Yeah, mm. and from there, life has just been so much easier. Mm. It's just amazing how one small, what seemingly small epiphany yeah. like that, just completely overturned so much heartache and hardship. Yeah. And uh, not only is life easier now, but it's just so much joy, more joyous. When I bump into people who knew me back then, you know, they they hardly recognise the way I behave now. You know, particularly, yeah. and this is community as well. With community, mm. I'm just I just feel so alive. Yeah, you know, I'm just getting inspired by your story. This could be a great book. Not quite asleep, not quite awake. Well, so some of it is in that um, Influx book okay, that I keep yeah. plugging, yeah, you know, yeah. by Thousand Thread Press. Um, I was like know. getting inspired by this story. What you're saying is it could be a book. Yeah. Okay. Influx. Yeah. But I could expand on it. Mm, yes. Certainly. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, uh, Thank you know, you for you, sharing that. And you could uh, be in the foreword because yes. that would generate sales. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Anything for my sis. <laughs> and Amal, uh, what sparked your trans? awakening 
I think, it, uh, you know, like listening to other stories and it comes from, you know, uh, a, a sad part, mm. but mm. it was just waking up, realizing over a bottle of vodka that I couldn't, you know, I couldn't take myself out. <laughs> <laughs> and I, oh, I, sorry. I was like, you can't drink that, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was just, it was kind of the click moment to say, you just need to make yourself happy and mm, be happy. Yeah. And I, I realized after sitting in the mirror trying to drink the bottle and I couldn't get drunk. Yeah. Because mm. there was so much anxiety that yeah. had come through. And I just said, oh, my girlmate had just passed away and that's that's why I was feeling really sad. And mm. I just woke up and said, oh, at the end of the day, you just need to be happy. Mm. Mm. And that, exactly. of, that, was my, that was my moment, sitting in my mirror, knowing I couldn't drink the bottle of vodka because I wasn't really a drinker. Yeah. And you just saying to, my, coming, saying to myself, you need to be happy at the end of the day. And then the next, the next week I was on a trip back to Australia mm-hmm. Because uh, I had moved to New Zealand and then I moved back to Australia. And I said, you're going to present 100% as a woman. You're going to get on that plane. You're going to make sure you secure yourself a job. So mm-hmm. I got a job through Wesley Mission. Okay. Uh, working in high schools. Mm-hmm. And it was all go from there. And yeah. I never looked back. Yeah. Even yeah. though, uh, you know, there may be, have been bumps in the road. But I just said, but I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Just go back to, mm. you know, where I was Mm-mm. many yonkers ago. Of course. Yeah. So, yeah, you ju- I just feel you have a click moment. There yeah. will be something. Yeah. And it's normally something that hasn't been positive. Mm. But you have to realise this is what I want. Mm. Yeah. When I realised I wasn't male, I originally felt that was a disaster. Mm. Yeah. But then I think similar to what you're saying, there was this click where I just realised, you know what? I am pretty much at the lowest point in terms of my health and well-being that I have ever been in my entire life. How about I just be myself? Mm. Yeah, that's right. I I realised when I couldn't drink that bottle, and I remember uh, I was really down and crying, and Mm. and then something clicked, and I said... Oh, honey, you're not dead yet. Yeah. Oh. That was my humor coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, honey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, girlfriend, you're not dead <laughs> yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Your eyelash is still on. <laughs> the other one is, yeah. you can always add, you know. That's yeah. it. I just, That's and it. then I just I said, that was my turn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there is a podcast called I'm Divorced But Not Dead I love listening yeah, to that as well That was a very good podcast um, Well for me What sparked my trans awakening Is um, you know uh, Growing up as a trans woman In Singapore There's no trans rights And there's That's no right. um, Law that protects us Over there So I've mm. been thrown I've talked about this In my book I've been thrown in jail Not not like in jail Like a cell um, Overnight Just because of my existence um, Because in my uh, ID was still say male Mm. So, and then when I came here, it's like uh, an awakening for me. It's like, uh, oh my God, I didn't even think that I could even know what self-worth is. Um, And yeah, yeah, Yeah. so people always 
tell me in Singapore, this is part of parcel of being a trans woman in Singapore. You have to deal with the law. You have to deal with discrimination. Mm. And then I thought that is part of my life. And why do I choose this? Why do I want to be trans if, you know, we're not even legal in Singapore? And then, you know, coming here and knowing that there was self-worth for me and also uh, learning about trans rights here, mm. it was like an awakening for me. And I, I start to love myself a bit more. I start to fight for myself um, where I've done in the past as well, you know, being bullied by cisgendered male um, in the working space where I could actually say something about it and fight for myself. Mm. Um, and so I was like, oh, wow. And I, finally, I have a voice here. And, you know, mm. and, um, and of course, now that I'm advocate now and I'm trying to tell, especially my peers who are, who transition in Asia, especially, I said, like, when you come here, you need to learn about your rights here. You, le- you need to learn about self-worth, love yourself more. We, we have throw, we have forgotten about that uh, back, back, back home. Mm. And now you are reborn. Like for me, it's a reborn for me, where I also can express my gender expression. Like I love to dress crazy sometimes, especially <laughs> going to parties. Yeah. And nobody gonna say, shit about me you know over here but in singapore yes they will make fun of you you know so yeah so over here i can yeah i can be who i whoever i want to be and dress how i want to be and be happy like you said mama yeah exactly um, and, make myself and, happy and you notice the difference for yourself Sasha? oh yeah definitely oh. there's a lot of difference i used to be an introvert now i'm a bit of an extra i promise you um, I was an introvert back in Singapore. Trust me. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. Nobody can actually uh, believe this, but I, I'm. I was because you know what? Sometimes I just feel like people won't listen to me, and you yeah. know, there's always like the domination oh, of uh, people around me where they have um, a lot of uh, views, and you just can inject to it. So when I came here, um, yeah, I was different. So I'm still an introvert. Introvert, extrovert, I think. I mean, like, in between. <laughs> yeah, still. So, yeah, when I told people that I'm an introvert back in Singapore, nobody will believe me. But people who actually know me in Singapore, they would, would know this. And they can tell my stories. Like, yeah, I hardly say anything. I always keep mm. to myself. Suffer in silence. But not here, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you're repressing your true self, mm. um, you, you won't even necessarily know how... I found you don't even necessarily know how you feel. Mm. So during the, like some of the therapy I underwent, Mm-mm. it'd be like I'd it'd be oh so how do you feel about X? Yeah, and so what I'd do is I'd describe how I think about mm. X, Mm-mm. and you go <clears throat> well no I asked you how do you feel about it? Yeah, and I couldn't answer it. You know how can you love yourself if you're so disconnected yeah. with who you are mm. that you struggle to therefore even think about what know what you feel about things? Yeah, I mean it can it can it just messes with you at that fundamental level. Yeah. Whereas these days, you know, I'm just full of feeling and I know exactly what it is, and I could tell you, you know, any any uh, step of the way. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, and only then can you truly love yourself. Mm, mm. I think it's all about you know loving yourself first, and then then people will love you. That's how I say yeah, it anyway. Now, oh, yeah, yeah. When you take back that power, mm. like I said, you know, especially with um a lot of us as uh, trans women who go through uh, body dysphoria as well, you know, it's it's about taking back that power. Say if people make fun of you, say like. Like me, they said, you're fat. And now I said, like, I'm fat. Now what? What are you going to do about it? 
Yeah. yeah. You need okay. to take back. That's just one example. Like if people are going to criticize you because they know that it's going to, you know, think that that's your weakness. No, mm. still tell them that I'm fat. What are you going to do about it, bitch? Yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm happy <laughs> with my body. Yeah. So, you know, um, that's the only way that you can fight these haters. Mm. And that's the only way that you can be happy. I think it's very empowering when you take back that power and people can't use anything to go against you. Yeah, like, you know, and it's, a lot of these people, of course, they won't say anything. Mm. Yeah. It's like the people you walk past in the street and mm. they give you these looks. Yeah. But what I've discovered is if you turn your nose up at them... Yeah. You know, yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it's it's really powerful, it and, is. and they look yeah. away, yeah, in shame. True, I've done that before, like yeah. in like some settings where people just staring at me, and I went there back and stare at them, and then it, they just feel uncomfortable. Now you know how I feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's all about taking back that power. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, people are just nasty, but but you need to fight back seriously. Mm. I mean, not in a physical way, but yeah. you know, like yeah. do it. Um, can we though? Every now and then. Every now and then, I will give you consent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I've been. Jo- I was joking um, this week with a, a builder. I was talking to. I want to carry yeah. a cattle prod. You What's know? that? Oh, it's a big long stick that with an electronic device at the end. Okay. That you zap cows with so they move. Ouch. Yes. <laughs> so when you know. Get me one. Someone... Get me one, please. Yes. Oh, I want to have it in my bag. Exactly. You know, I, I think that'd be very useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so tomorrow is Trans um, Day of Remembrance. Trans Day of Remembrance. Mama, you want to tell a bit more what Trans Day of Remembrance means? Uh, it's remembering, re- remembering those that uh, passed away in such uh, sad circumstances, such mm. tragic mm. circumstances. Um, yes. Yeah. It's about um, also like, you know, um, to honor the memory of transgender people who lives has been lost in act or anti-trans uh, violence and due to discrimination and stigma. Yes. Um, and also, you know, like um, we held this Virgil everywhere in Australia. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's all around the, uh, the globe as well. But like tomorrow, we uh, we have a, a Virgil at um, at um, um, Fitzroy Library? Library. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. That location has changed. I thought it was a Fitzroy Town Hall. Uh, no, it is at the library. Yeah. Oh, okay. Library. I saw that was uh, okay. Fitzroy yeah. Town Hall. Um, at seven thirty p.m. Um, mm. that will be by Transgender Victoria. And also, yay! And then we have also uh Trans Day of Remembrance candlelight vigil at Ballarat. On mm. um, that is actually today at eight six thirty p.m. So six thirty oh. to eight thirty p.m. Nineteen November. So that's today. Sorry. Um, you still have time to go. So in Ballarat. Um, there will be, um, I'm pretty sure there will be uh, a speaker will be, uh, Todd Fernando is one of the speaker. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight at Ballarat. So, um, and also there's a few others going as well in WA and also in ACT and also online. So the online, um, but you can get all these details, just uh, type in tdor.org.au. That is tdor.org. O-R-G-A-U. So you can get all the details there. I'm pretty sure there's a few more as well. I think yeah. I saw today 
one in Bendigo as well, isn't it? They're doing like yeah, yeah. I saw that. Did you post that yeah, on that's Trans right. Creator? Yeah, on the Trans Creator. Yeah, yeah. It just um, came up on socials uh, yeah. today. Yeah. So um, they're they're getting ready, and they and to anyone who is uh, yeah. in Bendigo, they're wanting people to lend a helping hand in preparing the area. Yeah, that's so, nice. Yeah, so Bendigo and beyond on Facebook. If you want to further details as to exactly how you can help. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Um. You know. We, I don't understand why we are still doing this. You know, we still have Trans Day of Remembrance, where our life has been um a, a lot of trans people life has been, uh, taken um, um by you know haters. Yes. Um. Hopefully one day this will stop and we don't have to have this vigil anymore. That's mm. right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um. Um, so are you going to any of the, is, this event? Is I know it's Monday night, you know. Mm. Yes, yeah. I think I am. I think yeah. I booked in to come. Yeah, yeah. I've got tickets. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To the, uh, the Fitzroy, Fitzroy uh, town. Not no, Fitzroy Library. The Fitzroy Library uh, uh, vigil I'm I attending, I'm yes. I'm pretty sure I saw it was Fitzroy Town Hall and then now it just changed on the ticket. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that would be great. So, hopefully see everyone tomorrow at I've been going that every year actually so you know mm. um, I just want um, you know paying my respect to yeah. um, to our trans siblings that um, um, life that been taken away uh, mm. from us um, so early so yeah we, we've been talking haven't we about people who've come before us mm. and tragically some of them have lost their lives mm, mm, you know mm. uh, being um at the forefront of oh, this struggle definitely yeah definitely it's just awful and um also um i want to also do uh in memory of um morning uh, st john is a uh, one of the trans elders from lagos mm. yes. in the 90s just passed away uh three days ago mm. uh yeah so she's she's one of our um, icon in Australia. Right. Yeah, she's yeah. from the Lay Girls. So not many of them left anymore, right, Mama? I mean, no. uh, there's only a few left. No. I'm so fortunate that I came here in early 2000 and I got to meet many of them. Yes. <laughs> and even though there was no more Lay Girls, but they, you can just tell Same they are Lay Girls yeah. because they dress such divas. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. fur coat in summer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, there's a few them of them left, but yeah, I'm just so fortunate that I get to meet a few of them when I first came here. I, I didn't know what was legal at that time, but of course, you know, people yeah. that time there's no there's internet, but there's no iPhone. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't just Google it straight away. So yeah, but I got filled in with their stories and um telling me, especially Sheree um you know Sheree who also passed away a few years ago. She's one of the fabulous legal that uh, feel, tell me all the the tales of Legos and how fun it was and yeah yeah I don't know what well I think I do know why it's because yeah. deep down I was always trans when I was a kid but yeah when I was small uh, my grandparents used to get the Sunday Telegraph yes. um, in Sydney and you'd open up the classifieds and there was the lay girls yeah. ads in yes. black and white and obviously something resonated yeah. because much to the annoyance of my very conservative father, I kept asking whether we could go. Yeah. Because oh. it just looked, you know, the pictures looked wild and yeah, yeah. can we yeah. go, Dad? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, yeah, so. I th that history uh, is so important. It is. Because I think to myself, the visibility mm. that came with those ladies, mm -hmm. yeah, whether good or bad, but it was just that those those were you know some amazing woman that went through you know some 
some crap. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but the tales that they had to exactly. tell us, you know, as you yeah. you were told, yeah, some of those stories were quite humorous. It is, yeah. and those I are mean, quite enlightening. Like it's it's also part of your you know your era as well, where yeah, trans women are tough. No, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, they fall they down today. To. They get up back the next day, uh, even stronger in that six-inch heels. Yeah, yeah yes. we were we were each other's counselors. Yeah, we didn't we, sisterhood. Yeah, we would mm. we would be um, very hesitant to mm. go to mainstream organisations. Yes, mm. because they said they looked at us as if we had something wrong with us. Correct. But we mm. had our own community, and it was lovely to. Just to laugh mm. with our own girls. You know? Also, you know, it's also the fear of. It's not just a fear. It's already be, they have been turned uh, away when they reach out to those organizations yep. in the past, especially when they found out they were sex workers as well, and they right. got yeah. And organization was like, oh no, we don't know what to do with you. I mean, yeah. bitch, they just human, another trans person, you know, minus their occupation. Yeah, yeah. So this is why. I think until today, a lot of trans elders still having a hard time um, reaching out to organizations. Yeah, because of the fear, the, yeah. and there's yeah. the trauma that. Yeah, you know what can you do for us? Mm. I think that's the importance. I feel mm. of you know getting you know connecting with their elders from the those areas. Yeah, to, to make them feel, you know, even though it was challenging for them, but there needs to be some more programs or more engagement with them definitely and respect we cannot forget them because they they went through you know sticks and stones just for us for some of us 100 percent. yeah Mm. and this is why again i said i i'm trying to use my platform to amplify their voices like i said you see one gone already this year and then there's a few more you know just left now and you know i need their voices on a podcast where, you know, our new generation can listen to them and see how, you know, the big struggles, um, you know, like, uh, I mean, like the struggles that they've gone through and then compared to, to now. Yeah, things that yeah. Would, we would take for granted now. Yes, correct. The things that we yeah. take for granted now, yeah. Well, yeah. if it hadn't been for lay girls, you know, yeah. that little child that was me, I mean, yeah. I would have literally had no references. Yeah. That was my only reference, mm. you know, and it was it was on the in the paper every week. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. Talk I know. About I visibility. miss those. I miss those papers, though. You know, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. not and quite there the is, same. There is that, no. there is that magazine as well. I think it's a gay magazine. Where you, do you remember the Ice Cafe in Commercial Road? Yes. Yes. Uh, the Ice Cafe and Commercial Road, they always have this magazine and you will see all these trans women on there. Oh. It's a gay magazine that is free to access and. There's always like legals on there, yeah. like uh, yeah. At the time, I was like, who is Carlotta? So she's always on there. So yeah, right. Mini Minog. <laughs> yeah, and I remember being a teenager, and yeah, you know, I was just infatuated the fact that, wow, look at these people living yeah. their mm. lives for whatever reason. Yes, yeah. but I took it as literally going. Wow, this freedom looking at me right on that page. Yeah, you know, like yeah. just. You know, like it was I mean, like when growing up, there was not really many trends, no, uh, celebrities, like celebrities, um, icon, you know. And no. then when I came to Australia, oh wow, these trends are, f- they are celebrities, and people are talking about them front, front, front and right. Always mm. their names popping out. 
So yeah, and then that's when I get to know what whose Legos are. Oh, there's a bit of a celebrity here. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. very important. Yeah, there definitely it's definitely um part of the Australian history, definitely, you know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The Legos who are uh, um yeah took over uh, Sydney and Melbourne by storm. <laughs> yes. Were they here in Melbourne as well, were they? Yeah, they were in Melbourne as well, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. From, I just remember them as a Sydney lad, you see. So. Yeah, oh, Sydney okay. and then Melbourne as well, yeah. Oh, there yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah. Well, we need we need Legos part two. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we also have um, another event that is next Friday is uh, LGBTQ QIA plus multicultural fair day supported by AGMC. Um, it's uh, November twenty fifth, Saturday three to eight p.m. Northwest Uniting Church Hall, three nine nine A Moray Road, Preston. So um, it's free entry, no bookings required. There's going to be like activities like street art workshop, music, recycle fashion, uh, parade, um, and then there's stalls, there's coffee carts, speakers, prizes, and then there's DJ, 90s discos, and dance competition. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and, and entertainment by Multicultural Arts Victoria. They also have food by Asylum Seekers Resource Centres Catering. Yeah. And by the way, I'm going to be there. I will be at the uh, 3CR um, stall. So oh, come and say okay. hi. Yes. <laughs> so I'll be there. Come and say hi. Take pictures with me. So yeah. <laughs> and it will be a fun a fun day because, you know, this is multicultural. I mean, I, um, I'm always looking forward to it because there's a lot of cultures um, yeah. uh, that is in one space, you know, Especially food, yes. Mm. That's what I'm oh, looking yeah. forward to. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, yeah. So anything else that you would like to add? I mean, like, uh, any advice to our trans siblings out there? I think for me, uh, just keep fighting. Mm. Keep fighting. I know it, it gets tiring, but you know we should continue to exist like we've always existed yeah. um and give ourselves the power and flowers that we all need yeah. you know to to thrive to keep thriving so continue to thrive community it's up to you and to allies if you're listening out there also could you please fight for us yes and protect protect protect, protect. protect. <laughs> yes and medicine yeah, just to remember, you know, that we're all unique, we're all therefore special, and and also perhaps, you know, yes, we, we do have, the fight hasn't ended, and we have to continue to struggle, mm. but the only way we're going to manage to do that is also <laughs> care for ourselves and each other. Mm. You know, we've got to be able to know when to replenish, you know, when we've run out of spoons, mm-hmm. you know, as they say, and, you know, when we need to, to rest and uh, care for ourselves and each other so that we can replenish for the next fight. Yeah. And for me, um, to all my trans siblings out there, you are beautiful as the way you are. You are enough. So do not, you know, um, compete yourself with others. You know, we are mm. we are created differently. So, you know, we can't be that person that you envy. Envy is different, you know, but but don't be obsessed, you know. Just just appreciate for who you are and you are love. Um, you yes. yeah, you are always love, especially in the community. So, you know, there's always places for you to reach out. You're not alone. And um you can reach out to me, you can reach out to Amal, you can my, reach out to medicine, you know. Um and everyone else. There's a lot of our um, organization out there you can reach out to and of course and 
Before I go, I'm just going to uh, repeat that uh, the five tickets giveaway, the LGBTQIA+++, uh, sorry, LGBTQIAP+, Holiday Picnic by Euphoria Social. So don't forget to comment on our uh, Curing the Air Facebook page and Instagram. Just um, tell us why you love listening to Curing the Air. So you can you can um, write as short as, as you want or as long as you want. So I'm um, looking forward to reading your comments and um, I'm going to pick five lucky winners to the holiday picnic by Euphoria Social. So thank you so much uh, Amal and also Madison for being here in our live studio. Thank you. To, uh, thank and you. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, see you both at Trans Day of Remembrance tomorrow um, at Fitzroy Town Hall and um, I guess uh, happy Transgender Awareness Week. Happy, happy <laughs> Trans Day. Yay. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs>